Today is the day to wake, work, and win. Welcome to The Standard. You're married, right? How long have you been married for? Funny thing is, what did my wife tell me yesterday? It was like the, I love you, sometimes. <laughs> I just started laughing. Oh, <laughs> uh, no, when you... Uh, you we decided to do this little show on marriage and talk about that. I was like, well, you know, the one thing I needed to know for sure is how many years I've been married. <laughs> Got to know right away. Uh, it'll be eighteen next month. Dang. I feel like yeah. those are those Damn. are well, those are like high numbers now. You know, like I think historically, my parents are fifty. It'll be fifty years Damn. on New Year's Eve. Well, that's a cool wedding day. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like that's that's pretty rad. Yeah, I what mean, would be, what would be some other cool wedding day? I mean, isn't do you think Valentine's Day would be kind of like lame? Hey, but you knock two things. I mean, it's anniversary. It's Valentine's. Not true. It doesn't work that way. You got to double up. Kate's birthday is two days after Valentine's well, Day. After you don't the day of, it's you could just do one day and be done. I don't know. I think you got to do multiple gifts. Yeah, Valentine's week now for her. Oh, it's I got to write two cards. Well, what am I going to put in two cards? <laughs> I could barely put enough in one. What card. you do is a to be continued in one, <laughs> and then two days later, finish the thought. I'm totally doing that this yeah. year. That's awesome. All right. Yeah, I mean, 18 is, I guess. I mean, I, hey, remember that stat we were talking about? What was it? 1.5 million marriages a year. Yeah. Right? And then about half of them, 750,000 in divorce. Yeah. Was it about half? Yeah, I think there's uh, some statistics that if the – if you get divorced once, you're more likely to get divorced twice. Oh, so some of those yeah, people yeah. are like Pete offenders, serial divorcers, yeah. divorcees. See that? I mean, I think I guess what would be like a big surprise that you maybe weren't expecting when you got married that you had. Uh, well, I mean, I've always said this that the the biggest challenge that I've had, my wife and I've had, is parenting differences. Mm. Both, I mean, good. Everybody's. Each side is, you know, doing it for the right reasons. I mean, it's all for the the welfare of the kids and the upbringing. It's just the different methods of going about it. Being on the same page, that would seem to be, you know, toughest. You think you can figure that out before you get married? I think you could probably have conversations. It's hard to have a conversations because you're not even thinking about having kids. I mean, maybe the only question is, do you want to have kids? Yeah. You know, because a lot of people have that conversation and, Sometimes like, no, we're not going to get married because he doesn't want to have kids or she doesn't want to have kids. or. But, man, you don't really, okay, you want to have kids? Okay, well, what do you think about crying it out? Or what do you think about when they're nine years old and they do that? You know, what do you think about when they're teenagers? Yeah, but you're 20, dude. All you're trying to do is just. I'm, yeah. You know what I'm dude, saying? You, you don't have that conversation. Yeah. So I think you, even if you did, it wouldn't be necessarily truthful. Because you don't really well, know. I think it would be truthful. It would just be, I mean, you change so much. Yeah. So who's to say that you don't learn things from your friends, from I don't know, counselors, from people like you know, you you research the topic when you get closer to it, and you could totally change your thoughts. Yeah. Of what you know, you you more or less said 
before you got married. So I don't know. Yeah, you think you're going to handle. You think you're going to handle one thing one way, like discipline, for example. I thought a hundred percent. I'm like, I'm going to hit my kid. Like I got spanked, I got whatever, and I'm like, um, a hundred percent, I'm going to do that. And now I'm like, there's no shot. There's no way. Yeah, I've learned that. You know, I parent kids based. I parent my kids based on. You know, like I've had to adjust what they need. Yeah, or just what what works. Yeah, I mean, if I can't get through to them, I can't get through to them. Then, then we're we're nowhere. So how do I get through to them? Still get what I want. Get them to do what they want. I guess they don't feel like they want to move out of the house at twelve. You know. Yeah. No kidding. Right. You're just yeah. hoping you're doing I the mean, right thing. So, there's an extent of like, hey, you're under our roof. Like this is the way it's gonna be. Yeah. But there's gotta be some buy-in yeah i mean i think we all know that work goes into being a parent and like being a parent is hard and that's not vilified but if you say marriage is hard and marriage is work everyone's like oh they must not have a good marriage you know like you one is okay in one instance but it doesn't seem like you it's okay to admit that marriage is work as well yeah, it's interesting. So your kids will tell you they hate you. Your kids will scream at you. Your, your kids will just, like, lose it, right? And everyone's you're like, oh, gonna, that's normal. You're never going to desert them, right? You, I mean, you fight with your wife. You have all these marital strifes, and eventually you, you give up, you know? Some some people do. It seems like a double it's standard. Just, yeah, kind of. I mean, I you know, one is a verbal commitment. The second one is it's your blood, you know, it's your it's your child. Right? Hey, they always say like people leave all the time though. No, but I mean don't they always say like the child you know, the child is I mean, there's just that connection that's different than any other. Even different yeah. from your parents. Right. Different from your brothers and sisters, you know, a child is different, maybe. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm going to play something. I'm going to play this. Let me know what you think. Marriage is work. Staying with the same person for 50 years is work. Staying with the same person for 65 years, that's work. That's not just love. That's work. Love works. True love will work. True love will make you work on yourself. It will make you work on your relationship. It will make you work on your communication style. It will make you work on your tone. It will make you work on being home on time. It will make you work on cooking. It will make you work on cleaning. True love actually works. It ain't just a feeling, it's an action. I've been married for 23 years. I'll be married for 24 years, May 1st of 2023. Our love works for each other. We work at this. This ain't just we wake up every morning just in. I mean, that's, yeah. He's right. I like, I like how he puts it. Like love works, not like marriage is hard work. It's like true love. If it if it's love, it works. It's kind of two way interpretation. Like it works. Like true love works, and then it obviously has that blue collar aspect. Work. To it. Yeah. 
Yeah. I mean, what kind of work do you think goes into having like a healthy relationship? You got to spend time together, you know, and not like the first thing if you aren't spending time together. But I mean, man, there's there's some couples I know that they do well when they're kind of going all different ways. I mean, they I think they do a good job coming together, you know, but then other couples, I think, need more time together. So helps. like prioritizing, like prioritizing each other. Yeah. So let's take, you know, you have all this entire list of things to do in, in a day. You have to, let's take today, drop the kids off at school, come here, do podcasting, then headed back to help my wife with her business, pick up the kids, and then now you have to fill the rest of their day, cook, clean, you know. Kids do all change that. everything. <laughs> it's crazy, man. Everything. It's crazy. But then, you know, when before you had kids and you're married, you 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 filled your time and like, oh, I don't have time today. I don't have time today. And now kids, you add kids to it and you're like, well, I had a lot of time then. Well, it man. forces you to like find those moments. And it might not be every day, but it might be, hey, we got to do a date this week. You know, we try and do it twice a month. Yeah. Um, but you know, it it keeps getting increasingly more difficult to to find those little bits of time. But if you don't, you're gonna end up a year down the road and be like, "What the fuck happened to us?" Yeah, I I, I don't know, man. It's it is a God. It, I, that's a great video, man. Yeah. I mean, it, he's right. What do you think people can do prior to? getting married to like set themselves up for success well i feel like a lot of people thought like when i was in my 20s i felt like i heard from my friends a lot well, i'm gonna wait till my 30s till i'm like settled down till i'm i got my life in order you know i don't need to get married right now there's so much i want to do there's some you know it's almost like you couldn't if you got married in your early 20s that that settled you down and you couldn't do all the things you wanted to do. I don't think that's accurate either. I mean, uh, I think it's like when you know, you know type thing. But it's hard to know you. whether you're in love or you're in lust, though. Like, that's a tough... When you're in your 20s... Doesn't doesn't every relationship start with lust? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. It should. Yeah, so how long does it take to know? I mean, I, w- I was engaged six months... After, married two months after your engagement. Eight months. Damn. So, I mean, there was that, you know, that was lust for sure. Yeah. Um, But it was, I mean, you just have to, I guess it just depends on the commitment of the, the people involved in the relationship. I, uh, For me, I think the having, like, realistic expectations. So, if you're not happy with yourself without a partner you will not be happy with yourself with a partner like you you can't rely on that I know a lot of people who are like man I'm just once I settle down you know like I need someone to give that to me it's like you got to find that on yourself you got to figure out who you are prior to making a commitment to because you're gonna have to start sacrificing for that person all right but you're how old are you 38 uh 37 37 do you know who you are uh i don't know my finished product okay. but i do know some like core things about me 
did you know those core things at 27? No. Okay. I did not. Okay. But you'd known her for a while. Known each other since we were little kids. Okay. Like third grade. Yeah, I mean, that's. I think that's a part of like, when do you, it's different for everybody, but when do you know yourself? When When do you actually know who you are? I mean, I've. I felt like through my 20s, I knew who I was, but it, like you said, the finished product changes. Yeah. So it's hard to say, like, that I could have used that as, like, a barometer of, like, okay, this is when I'm going to get married. I know, because I, I felt that in my early 20s. I can only speak for myself, but it was like, I need to find out what made me tick before I could commit to somebody. Like, what truly makes me happy? What is important to me? Like, the type of person who I want to become hasn't really changed. Yeah. I'm not there. But, like, that vision of who I hope to end up to be is the same. So I think maybe that, to me, is knowing who you are, is, like, knowing who you want to be. And then are you willing to take the steps to to make that happen? And, like, what can you give up? And what... what that's another thing of what are you willing to give up? That you know, we had a we had a battalion chief that early on in his career, his wife came to him. It's like it's either fire or me, and he chose fire. You know, is that fair? Fair for who? Either of them. Is it fair? Yeah, it's totally that fair. He did that to her. Is it fair that she gave him that ultimatum? I think a lot goes into it. I mean, was he a fireman before it started? Like, did she know what the deal is? I mean, it ain't an easy uh, spouse to. Um, yeah, so how how would you classify being a firewife? The hard? Dude. I think, I think it, it's pretty fucking brutal, hard. It's brutal, man. I, I mean... The personality you're dealing with most of the time is already, <laughs> yeah. already tough to deal with, right? Yeah, I mean... We're, we're tough to deal with. I end up putting a lot of my passions... Like, she has to put some of hers on the back burner sometimes. You know, like, with this, with teaching classes, with when I was heavy into the rope stuff, I was traveling all over the country. Like, Well, she she did that whole race, you know, dude, 24 hours she's up. I was thinking the whole time, like, man. Yeah. That's impressive. And with the two kids, you know, like, back at. She's a monster, dude. Like, in the best possible way. You hope that you're giving them that back but it's it's tough man i i am not an easy person to be a spouse to the flip side to that is when you are married to a fireman you have a sense of security like you have this this job that you'll have for 30 years right this you know i say what you will about east metro they haven't missed a paycheck yet and that is, there's a lot of comfort to that. There's also a built-in, like, social aspect to our job, right? Like, we have close, tight-knit relationships that if you are in a corporate structure, I don't think you necessarily would have, not like we have. There's a, you know, like, getting together for holidays and doing things like that. Like, that's not normal for other uh, other jobs. We have a pretty good schedule. I mean, depending on what station you're at, I mean, a lot of our days off it's are... Good. It's good for us. Is it good for 
the wife? I I personally think that it is because, you know, you have your nine to fivers, which are really like nine to six or seveners, and you get home and you have no time to decompress. It's right to the kids, and then maybe you'll have a little time after dinner to connect. But like we have you know, random Wednesdays and Tuesdays. And, um, I think that's a better schedule, but my wife's home with two kids, 11 days a month. I mean, a third of my life, she will be the 100% caregiver. That's a big responsibility. Yeah. I mean, as much as we're used to just going to work, going to work, it's like, you wonder how much, especially when kids first start coming around the first few years, if they dread it, if they're like, oh, shit, you know, like, I'm all by myself tomorrow, like... Oh, 100% you know, they do. That's hard. Yeah. You know, especially when they're young. Thankless. Yeah, Just, dude. I mean, now I think my wife gets to, you know, explore her passions and hobbies, but in those early years, it's, it's one diaper to the next, right? And trying to do your stuff on your own. It's laundry and food and feeding, cleaning up messes. I mean... And it's a... Like, you can't... They're not self-sufficient. They can't be like, hey, I need an hour. Can you go play? No. Like, that is not happening. I want to play with you. Yeah, well, it's like everything needs to be scheduled. You know, like, all right, we got to find a reading or, uh, you know, go to the library for book hour. And then after that, we're going to go to gymnastics, open gym, and just try and fill the days with activities. And uh, So then what is – what's the – reasons for saying i gotta call it quits i mean other than the obvious of like dishonesty infidelity stuff like that what what, abuse but like i think it's interesting because i think there comes a point in your relationship where you have the security of like things aren't good right now or hey we're in the middle of something that's not so shit ain't sweet. Point. We were talking about that. Yeah, and it's like you know, when do you know when you? Because it's a roller coaster, right? And the roller coaster, those those lows, the lows are hard, and they almost make the highs like you're kind of on edge because you're like, is a low coming? Yeah, you know that's sometimes that's hard. But when do you? At what point in a relationship do you know that okay, we're in a, like you were saying, we're in a low spot, but we're fine. Is that when you know that, does it just take enough times to get through it, or you just know each side? Yeah, I was I listening. Don't know, I just don't know how you. Yeah. I was listening to a, a marriage counselor, and they were talking about, like, when they're sitting with a couple, how do you know whether they're going to make it or not? And the number one, like, factor was, are you disgusted by your by your partner? When you start to show disgust for them, like, I can't even look at you. Mm-hmm. Um, they're like, you're done. But don't you think that happens inside arguments sometimes? That's happened. I mean, uh, I'm sure. I mean, each side in 18, over 18 years, I mean, I can say both of us felt that way at one time. I mean, that's every relationship. Yeah. One time or another. I think it, maybe it's just like a continued every session. You guys can't even come together on anything. It's been weeks. Like maybe you might feel that in a moment, but if you feel that I'm going to sleep somewhere else tonight because like i can't fathom touching you i think you're you're getting close to you're getting close to that end 
I think part of the problem is like I think I'm the problem most of the time. Like I I'll, I'll get on that. Yeah, like too. I you know. Yeah. I think when when we have heated discussions, it's usually like I don't want to say it's my fault, but I'm definitely a big part of the reason why. Well, it doesn't help. It took me five to seven years to figure out that, oh, yeah, this is how I act when I'm tired, you know? Yeah, I... Uh, it's like I, I would attribute, I'm just irritated with whatever she's doing or the kids are doing. No, it's, I'm tired and this is how I react. Like, because if I'm rested, I kind of just, eh, okay, well, you know, like, let's get through this. It's funny, we got a guy who's out on... Uh, an injury right now, and he's been out for the last couple weeks. We saw him last night. I'm like, how are things going, man? He's like, I don't know what it is, but we have like him and his wife. He's like, we've never been tighter. Oh, and I'm like, and I'm like, that's what. So I'm like, so, so I'm like, what's up? And he's like, I just, I, I don't know. Like I, I think it's just being able to sleep every night and not having the, the frustrations and the stress that comes with. Not even like, hey, we had bad call. I think it's everyone lack gets that. of sleep, and it's the like, frustration with sometimes the uh, the monotony of our job. So, hey, we've done the same call on the same person the last six shifts in a row. That starts to wear on you. It mm-hmm. starts to like you lose your compassion, and I think it's impossible not to. I don't know anyone who can can do that, and so. It's tough because you have this job that fulfills you, and it's important, not only to you, but, like, it's important that I'm doing something that's helpful to the tribe, you know? That sucks. I mean, but it's, it's encouraging ki- to but it's hear killing. that, though. But it's killing, not killing, but it's, it's, uh, straining. it's straining personal relationships. The most important ones, you know? Absolutely. Yeah. And so, I, dude, I don't know if there is a tougher military, probably, because at least we get to come home. You know, like, if you're in the military, you're gone for, you know, months at a time. Yeah. And, and there's not that constant communication, right? Like, I can text my wife all day. She knows I'm safe. But that not knowing, um, you know, is, is brutal. I remember that uh, Planned Parenthood shooting. You couldn't know cell phones, so, uh, my wife knew that I was in the, you know, armored vehicle for eight hours or something crazy like that. And she couldn't talk to me. And so I think. No text even? No. I mean, there's nobody communicating with outside. She was, she was texting with some guys who were there. Yeah. And they're like, they're hey, like, hey. I mean, he's in there, but this is where they're, I mean, at least yeah, that helps. Yeah. He's fine. But like, I can't imagine if. Dude, that was that was a rough spot for the both of us, and uh, you know some like wildland deployments where you can't talk to your spouse because I mean you just don't have any coverage. Like those are hard, those are hard times. But you know if you're a military wife, that's yeah you don't even get to talk about your job. Right, right. That's what they don't know where you're at. They don't know what you're doing. Then you come home and it's like, and for you know certain people, certain. Parts of the military, it's like, well, what'd you do? Yeah, like, we can't talk about it. It's like, yeah, you know, at least we can come home and vent. Vent. I don't of. really talk about the calls anymore. I don't know. I don't. I, <sighs> I just say, hey, I. Well, that was a bad one. I don't really want to talk about it. You know, but that's not good for them either. 
They want to know. Yeah. You know, like they want to feel like they're on board with what you have going on. But you're almost like, I'm going to protect them. You're like, well, let you're, you're not giving them the benefit of the doubt that they can handle it. And that's that sucks too. Yeah, I just feel like I don't even want to just, I just don't want to talk about it. Yeah. I'm like, I, wanna, I don't want to spend my off day talking about that with her. But you're right. Maybe and there's nothing that... to share about your job, you know. Yeah. Maybe that would help, though. Could not only yeah. you, but for her, you know. We suck, dude. <laughs> Eighteen years. Yeah, I mean, it. When you look back on it, I mean, my wife was saying the other day. She said, "You know, coming up soon, I'll be with you." Longer than I was with my parents, you know. Whoa! You know, she 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 kind of measured it that way. That's kind of wild. Yeah, I mean, uh, it's long, but it's not, you know. Yeah, it's such a. I mean, the early years of marriage are such a like big journey when you had the kids in there and moving houses and starting careers and all that stuff. It's like that's there's a lot of transition, a lot of stuff going on that I. There's a lot of work. Yeah. And I wonder, you know, for people like my parents, you know, her parents, I think, are close to like 40 years. But for these people that are up to 40, 50, 60 years, does it feel like as much work, say, in like the twilight years of a marriage, in like the the second half or the, the second, you know, in thirds, whatever, does it feel like as much work or does it become kind of autopilot not saying you just like sit back and do nothing but it's like i know her she knows me i know what she needs i know what i need we've got these interests together and this is what we like rather than all that kind of heartache and stress that goes into like figuring out that yeah well i'm going with yes because yes it's it's going to be autopilot we're (laughs) there's no more important decision in your life than who you marry. I truly think that because... I mean, they're your business partner too. They're your business partner. They are your family now. They're going to be the mother to your, your or father to your kids. I mean, like that decision is, I'll, is the I'll heavy. I'll go with that. I agree. Yeah. And so I have some, uh, some people in my life and they've been married for a very long time. And I think it's getting harder now than it was before. When you have someone who wants to keep evolving and you have another person who doesn't, I think that is where a lot of friction can happen. Where, hey, I might be in my twilights, but I still want to get better. I want to travel more. I want to do all this. Then you have another person who is 100% content. And I think there's some friction where you're like, why don't you... Why don't you want to like go learn a new language or try to pick up a new hobby? And they're like, I just want to read the paper. You know, I, I think yeah, I've, uh, I'm ready. To, I'm ready to sit on my front porch and watch the sunset and read. You know, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like I think that that's hard if you don't establish like this is the type of person who I am. And I think the people who I surround myself with, I can never see one of us getting to an age where we stop. I mean, obviously, we're gonna slow down physically but 
picking up new stuff, challenging yourself. Like, I just can't see any of us wanting to stop that. So, yeah, I could see that being a real problem in a, in a relationship. Mm-hmm.